Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Fouts, my co-host and very good friend, it's Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island, Australia, Season 3, Episodes 20 through to 27. Now, Chris, what did you make, before we get into any of the details, what, what have you made of this season now? I don't think it's been as good as what I expected. I don't know whether, because have we said this in the last episode, because we came in late, we're reviewing it in a slightly different way to catch up because we had so many shows on the go. There's just been something missing. And I felt, and we'll get into it, episode 22, which we're going to review today anyway, it's part of like the final episodes, was my favourite of the whole show. But it's not. It's not really, there's not been anything else that comes close. I've, I've just been disappointed, Dave. I don't know. I don't know whether they've got the UK bit about and where they're realising now that this social media career you get at the end of it is more important than being truthful. You're just playing the game, playing the politics, playing, you know, playing the audience. I don't know. But I've just felt it slightly off. And I'm sorry because a lot of people have said to us, like, you've got to watch it. It's brilliant. And I appreciate that, guys. Honestly, I do. But I don't know, David. I've just really found it a bit of a struggle. Yeah, and we haven't spoken about this because we want to keep things fresh, but I have to say I feel a bit the same. I mean, it started off really strong. I thought those first 10 episodes were really, really good. Um, But Casa Amor was a bit wobbly, wasn't it? They played around with the format, whether that was out of necessity through you know, having a skeleton crew or something like that. I don't know. But then after that, it never quite got back up to that uh, peak drama. And even when even when it was good, you never had any of those real iconic moments, I don't feel, like you get with some of the other seasons. And so, yeah, I, I think coupled with the fact that we've been kind of watching it out of sync with everyone else, you know? And so we're kind of like, we're trying to avoid spoilers, but then just watching it when and where we can. And obviously it's coming up to the holiday time as well. It's, it's just all been a bit, been a little bit flat. And I, I was before we kind of uh, started recording that I was looking at some of the viewer uh, figures. Now for episode one, According to uh, my trusted source, Wikipedia, right here, um, <laughs> there was 311,000 viewers, but for the final, there was 141. So less than half of the people watched the final than watched the first yeah. episode. So it shows, you know, it, it, now I don't know, I haven't looked at seasons one and two and if that's just normal, um, but to have half less than half of the people watching at the end that watched at the start does suggest it's not just us that felt there was a bit of a tail off with this series. Yeah. It's strange, isn't it, David? Is it fatigue? You know, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Cause we're only on, this is the third, is it the third Australian series? So we're not like we're in the UK mm. where it's, you know, with 10 series in or whatever, or eight, nine series in it, it's strange. Isn't it? And I know the U S one wasn't, it wasn't received well with the viewers and stuff, Dave. The figures dropped like a stone because they're even saying that they didn't think before these came out there was actually going to be a new series of the US Love Island. Right. So, so I, I don't know whether 
in the US, the more harsh aren't they? You know that you you go and you you, you watch something, you invest in that the TV shows, and then all of a sudden, two series in uh, on a cliffhanger. Oh yeah, we're not renewing that series. That's one of the reasons <laughs> I'm out of series. I'm, it drives Sam mad because I just won't invest my time. I've invested in so many shows that have just absolutely fell. And, and you've never got a conclusion. I just, I'm, I'm, I tread very carefully now with what I invest in. So I don't know with this. I know mm. this is reality. And look, Dave, some of the U, the US reality stuff that I watch, and I'm watching this, you know, reality, sort of the, these reality queens who, who are like, you know, royalty, <laughs> reality royalty, and they're doing this girls' trip. It's fucking terrible. And and it makes Love Island look like a masterpiece come to it. But I've watched every episode. <laughs> so I don't understand. It must obviously get viewers and, and the ratings must be high enough to justify it. But it's a goddamn awful TV show. We're on about yours, not, not Love Island. <laughs> no, not Love Island. We're on about this one. That I've... Oh, by the way, Dave, let me just say, our good friend, Lorraine, on Facebook. I've got a bone to pick with her. So me and you <laughs> finished off the end of The Bachelorette, didn't we? We finished it off. We absolutely were, you know, there, ready to go. Let's all have a great new year and stuff. And then it's come to light that there's an other episode of The Bachelorette, Dave. Michelle's season is not fucking finished. Merry New Year and a happy <laughs> Christmas or whatever it is. But you know Merry I mean? New Year. <laughs> That's how I feel, Dave. I'm just unbelievable. You know what? It's like, I mean, I know it's only been 10 episodes, but it, The Bachelor is such a slog. And like, it feels like just crawling towards that finish line, crawling towards the tape, you know, as you go through. And then someone just saying, oh, this is just the, uh, uh, this is the final stretch. <laughs> You're just ready for the final uh, rows here. So, you know, get a sprint on for the end. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Thought it was at the end there. So, yeah, I mean, that's, I haven't looked, but that's probably out now, isn't it? You probably have to watch that. And that's, <laughs> now, to be fair, Chris, if it's anything like the Jerry Springer episode, you know, the Men Tell All episode, I think that was probably our favorite episode, wasn't it? So, yeah. If it's fair. the same kind of nonsense Jerry Springer stuff, it, it might be okay. But, Christ, I was hoping that. Put that one to bed. <laughs> oh my god! The only thing Lorraine said is it is only an hour, Dave. So it's not the usual two-hour special, and it's an hour with adverts. So we're looking at forty-five minutes. So I can live with that. But Hooray. it was just like, hey, <laughs> let's talk about it again. We we were giving him credit, weren't we? Saying, thank God you've not dragged it out a bit longer. But alas, Dave, they have. Well, <laughs> but anyway, you know, good news is coming in threes, isn't it? So, you know, there's another fucking Bachelorette episode to watch. <laughs> Lockdown looks imminent. What, what's, the, what's the bloody third thing? <laughs> well, Dave, in a bit of personal news, as you know, we have oh, actually yeah. got COVID in my house now. So we've had two years of, of not getting it. I did think we were... One of these sort of people in our house, me, Sam and Jordan, didn't have it. But Paul Sam's got it. And we've done the PCR test. I'm not feeling 100%. I've got a cough and a, a, I'm not, not feeling right. But I'm still coming up negative. So we've gone for the tests. And I'm sort of not that gutted, really, Dave. As long as our health is fine, because it needs yeah. to get another week off work. So that's like, <laughs> it's, it's always a, a silver lining. But yeah, it's 
and then we've it's come to passes that we all went out on Christmas Eve, like with the family for a drink at the pub around the corner. And there's about 15 of us on this table and some friends and that. And somebody actually had COVID and didn't realize until the next day. So that's exactly where we've got it from, Dave. So, uh, yeah. You know, I was, I was watching uh, Jimmy Carr last night, Dark Materials, and, and this is obviously filmed over the last year. And he's like, you know, who, who thinks we overreacted to COVID? And then loads of people are like, yeah. And he goes, funny, a lot of survivors think that way. I wonder if we were to dig up all the people who died of it. <laughs> <laughs> and they could have a vote as well if they think uh, we overreacted to it. Probably not so much. So <laughs> if you've not watched that Jimmy Carr Dark Materials on Netflix, it's well worth watching. I, I still maintain he's one of the most offensive uh, comedians out there, but he's fucking funny. <laughs> but Chris, that, back to Love Island, right? So, so it was just looking at the season three figures there. As we were talking, I thought, I wonder what they were for one and two. So, for season one, Australia, it started off with 155,000 and finished up with 198. So, there's a good trend upwards there, isn't it? And we loved that first season. So, you can see there was probably a lot of word of mouth. People were saying, you know, get on this, you know, it's loads of drama is quite good. Um, then for season two, it's so less than 200,000 at the end of season one, season two started off with 456,000, which is phenomenal. Now that did drop off. So in the final, there was, uh, 302. So let's say 300. So there was a drop off again, but if you compare that then to the 141, you're back to less than what season one started. So it doesn't look good, <laughs> you know, just in terms of getting that next season. I think the popular popularity has definitely waned on this one, on the Australian series anyway. Yeah, and I do think, Dave, the first series was, for me, one of my favourite Love Islands ever. I've said it loads yeah. of times. And we, I know we retro-watched it, didn't we? Because you'd not seen it the first time round, and we did the second series, and then yeah, we went yeah. back and we went through that. And that was amazing. But I just think this is very similar to the UK stuff now. I think there's more direction and that everyone's more aware of what they've got to lose by acting like a dick or acting like themselves. So I'm with you. And, and you know what, Dave? I've got to give you credit. I'm not happy about this because there's only one radar. I said it in the Bachelorette episode. <laughs> fucking prediction again was so right. On fucking fire this year, unbelievable. aren't they? <laughs> oh, unbelievable. The, the radar of mine, I think there's been a bit of interference, Dave, but... It, <laughs> Aaron, you said, Aaron did the speech at the end of the last episode that he was going, he'd had enough of Jess, blah, blah, blah. And you said, he's not going anywhere. And I was like, no, he's going. He's definitely going. Well, Dave, you were correct again. Because Aaron got talked out of it by Jess, who I think Jess is probably one of the worst people. If you were standing on the edge of a cliff contemplating life, her way of bringing you down would just be, well, you're not even thinking about me. I mean, what, what happens if I fell off? She, she is... <laughs> He is the her speech to him was awful. However, it looked like he was basically just after a load of attention in the end, Dave. I was yeah. completely wrong. I was bought into what he was saying. So I thought, you know what? He's telling her what she wants to hear. And he's like, oh, all of a sudden you're affectionate towards me because I'm going because you know that you're going to have to leave or you're going to get voted off or whatever. Everything he said was correct. And then he was just like, 
oh, all right, then, yeah, I'll come back in. And the next day, he's like, I don't want anyone to speak about it ever again. It's done. I'm yeah. like, oh, for fuck's sake. It comes back to this emotional maturity thing. Just everything about him is like a 15-year-old emo. <laughs> He's yeah. just, that's what made me think. I wonder if this is all just, like I say, camping out at the bottom of the garden. I'm leaving home. I hate you kind of thing. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, no, I just want to make, I just want some fucking sympathy and drama, you know. But then when I say it's over, everyone needs to just forget about it. So I, I do think they're as bad as each other, though. I, I think, you know, I've got no fucking love for him, but she is really fucking annoying as well and I, I i don't know what her game is exactly um but i can't she's not in there for aaron and and the way she's flip-flopped previously but then she's changed her behavior since she got that whole feedback around you know changing her mind in, in the social media game i just think she's definitely playing a game as well and, and Obviously, we're saying that with a slight retrospect. We've seen all seven of the episodes, 20 to 27 now, but it's just, yeah, I don't trust her at all, Chris, either. No, I don't. I think it wasn't a case of she was worried about Aaron. She was worried about the fact she was going to get fucking voted off, I think. That's all it was. If if Aaron goes... She, who else is she going to have a connection with? Exactly. You've got four or five episodes left. Potentially for them, you've got maybe five days left in the villa. So maybe similar to the episodes, she's not going to get with someone. They're not bringing anyone back in. So if she does love Aaron, she has to go. And I think she's thinking, well, has my fucking 50K gone? That's all I kept thinking. Yeah. She's so she's so fake. And, and I think as well, like, you know, Tina gets involved. She wants to chat. Aaron's like, no, don't want to know. And, and by the end of it, I was just like, what was the point of that? Was that just to fill episode 21? The whole thing just... Fizzled out, Dave. I just yeah. I, yeah. I, I tell you what, though, Dave. I tell you who absolutely gets on my fucking nerves, and I've, and all the way through can I, these last. Can episodes, have a guess. Go on. Is it Courtney? It fucking is, Dave. <laughs> He's got a pan of piss face all the time. I mean, Noah is there at the recoupling in episode twenty-two. You got you know Jade and Noah. It was just nonsense, and Courtney's there like with the faux crying again like she did with nick you know when when he leaves but she makes it about herself but she's the one who's cheated on him and i, I just you, you again i'm fucking I'm, I'm grinding my teeth thinking about how fucking <laughs> on the point you have been so I, correct. I, I have not i promise i did not watch ahead on this either um i i just think oh she's so fucking annoying but bit of tea actually we talked about this on the last episode so apparently she was um her dad did work for channel nine now this was announced was it jess or someone she was on a podcast and and said about it but then like courtney's come out and denied it but then it of course she would and i just think that there's no smoke without fire there like he might not be a direct employee but He's certainly, whether it's him or friends of him, someone's got influence that has kept Courtney in there because not only did she stay way longer than she deserved to, she got way more screen time with her fucking stupid, like, attempted catchphrases and and stuff. And it was just, the, the producers did love her. 
Now, again, yeah. I, I, I don't know her dad. I don't know, did he work for Channel 9 or whatever? But um, it's the only way I can reconcile keeping her around for so long. And when Noah, Noah did have to make the decision, I going into it, I thought, someone's whispering in your ear to go with Courtney. Because everything that we'd seen up to that point where he chose Courtney, I was thinking, well, he's he's going to choose. Um, can't remember what her name is now. Jade. But the, Jade. Jade. Yeah, yeah. They seem to have a better connection, and he's literally saying, "Well, she was indifferent to me, and now you know I have to make the choice. She's all over me, kind of thing." So he knows, you know, she's full of shit. And why would you? Why would you suddenly think? You know, I don't trust this person. Oh, you know what? I, th- I think I do now. <laughs> if yeah. you don't trust someone's intentions, like there's no going back. You wouldn't have thought from that. And fucking Beavis, there. I, I just think he's had the uh, someone in his ear saying, you know, choose Courtney. You know, we'll keep you around for a bit yeah. longer. I think so. And the, and that, this is what I said. My favorite episode was because Eliza picked Aaron, didn't she? Do you know what I mean? Like she turned away, she was crying, everything, yeah, you know, yeah. and Jess, Jesse's face was a fucking picture. But again, Courtney getting involved in shit. You know, I, I know I, I have a real fucking dislike for this girl, but it's just like, and there's other people in there don't like, but it's just like she gets involved in stuff, but she's not aware of her own actions. And I think that's what pisses me off. It's like, you can be, you can support your friend in everything, but you have got to be down the line. And she has been well shady in this. And she's not the only one, but for me, she stands out because I know racing ahead, she gets to the final. And I've got a big fucking thing to say about that as well, because I just think it's utter friends fucking island on that for her to stay. The way she stayed was bollocks. Well, like I say, they, they got Beavis to, to pick her out. And actually, what well, things I would say, Chris, I mean, I have not seen a haircut like that since the late oh, 80s, I God. don't think. I mean, the, the old shaved up at the sides. Do, do you remember that? I remember yeah, it, yeah. Because it, it was my first year at, um, at, at like high school. And I remember loads of kids had it. And I was like, well, that's a bit fucking weird, isn't it? And yeah, shaved up at the sides, long at the back. It's like fucking hell. And I'd never thought I would see haircuts like that. But not only uh, um, Noah there, what was the other guy's name? Hugh. Hugh's there. Hugh, that's that it. Is, that he is had a very classic mullet, didn't he? So I'm yeah. thinking, is this an Australian thing now? Is this a, a mullet's back in? Well, it was the old classic, in it? Business at the front, party at the back, Dave. But, <laughs> yeah. but I do think Hughes, Hughes was like some 70s fucking cop haircut. He looks American to me. He looked like he should have been driving his tractor on some farm in like the deep south of America. Hughes' hair for me was brilliant, but he looked dead old with it. His little fucking yeah. porno tash as well, his little German moustache he had from the 70s. And then he's got this fucking haircut. He could have either been off a fucking porno, which I've never seen films like that, Dave. It's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> or it could have Oscar been... Oscar or something. Oscar Nutch, yeah, it could have been a 70s thing. <laughs> but I think Noah's was awful. It looked like a wig to me. It was just the way it was like frothed up and everything. I kept thinking, what, what is that style? I've... It's not even like you could say... It's a style you've seen from kids. Like a lot of the kids now have this low fade and they have either a helmet fucking haircut or they have it, you know, parted to the side, a bit like similar <laughs> to mine, but but not like that. That was like proper, maybe it's an Australian thing, I don't know, but it didn't look 
attractive. But again, Noah offered nothing, Dave. He, he absolutely, yeah. him and Hugh do it very similar. They, they offered nothing and Noah was there giving it the big end. And I think what, I, what pisses me off though, Dave, was that episode, I think it's episode two, because 23, I didn't find there was anything going on, but with 24 was when Zoe and Chris became boyfriend and girlfriend. And I'm just, and Taku got involved. And I'm like, why is anybody bothered about these two? The non-contestants, they're not going to win it. Nobody cares. We've got that fucking Hunter Slipper bollocks all fucking episode. And I'm just like, this is not how he, I know he's Love Island 101. We always laugh about it, but I was just like, I don't fucking care. You two fuckers are not going to win this. And I didn't know what the score was with the winners. I just knew they had no personality. And a spoiler, Dave, I am doing a where are they now? Are they still together? Chris section, like I always do on these episodes at the end of this. So so it made it even more impossible to watch, Dave. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I must admit, I mean, 24 was a real struggle. Um, and when you got the boyfriend, girlfriend stuff going on with, with them too. And I just, you know, and he's constantly rolling out the fucking hands impressions. And it's just like, oh, fucking hell, I'm done with this now. <laughs> you know, I just need to power on through this series. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, that was a that was a poor one. But just final thing on... Um, saying about Noah and Hugh with Hugh I could kind of see it like his body was you know chiseled out of granite wasn't it great great body on him there and I think if he actually had a decent haircut and got rid of that tash he would look like a kind of you know late 20s bloke you say with it with the mullet and the tash he looked about 40 and just completely out of place there and which episode was it where he was like trying it on with Lexi. And then you had um you had the three guys, you know, again, you had Chris there, and he's he's saying, Oh, this could go one or two ways. And she's like, you know, I'm just not feeling it. And they're like dressed up and, <laughs> and then they're doing the dance coming towards uh <laughs> Hugh and Lexi. Hugh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's just like, no, no, it's all right, guys, don't worry about it. <laughs> I just thought that was that was office levels of cringe for me when that yeah. happened. You know, you'd have thought he'd have worked out a signal. You know, give them the thumbs up. It's going well. Come on, guys. But the fact that you just pied him off and they they still like came in with their little choreographed dance, I thought was gold. It was brilliant, Dave. And I think around episode twenty four, that's when Lexi and that went. Lexi and Jade got booted off, didn't they? But you're right because. I will say, like I said at the start, Ryan had a great body, and I'm always on body watch day because of body envy, because they always think they look, you know, somebody who takes that much pride in the body, no matter what fucking extra supplements they're on, there's a bloody lot of work goes on in the gym, even with with the extra fucking supplements. Some say it, what you don't get there, one, one, you don't have one without the other, but either way, with the working hard, and I said Mitch probably had the best body, but I think aesthetically, I thought um, Noah uh, not Noah, um, Hugh had the best body. Like you said, forget mm. the mullet and that. When he was doing one of them games there, I had body envy. I was like, oh my God, this guy's got it all. He looks the package for me. I thought, yeah, fair enough. Mitch has got the best muscly body, without a doubt. He's got the best know, definition, Mitch. Definition, but I thought that Hugh had the best, in my opinion, Hugh had the, the best body day. So I'm awarding Hugh the Love Island Australia body watch. And in fact, 
I'm going to bring that in as an award, Dave. I don't think I, I should go down the uh, female route there because that opens a whole yeah, can of worms. Just literally just thinking this go is... down that route. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a, a dodgy path to walk down, but yeah, yeah, we can do it for the blokes. Yeah, we, we, we'll, we'll do it for the blokes. But I'll tell you what got my back away. I know it's late Courtney and stuff, but when we get to the end of episode 25, I was not happy. Hugh and Eliza went, no problem at all. But we had the dogs game, actually. Let's talk about that first. So we had the dogs game. And I've got to say, I was so pleased it wasn't the kids. It was real puppies. The baby game. The baby game. It was lovely. I really, really thought, you know what? It's something different. The real puppies. Then I'm thinking, the poor people, if they're into dogs, then it's going to be like, kind of keep them at the end of it. You know, that sort of thing. Because they were these little, little like German Shepherd puppies or whatever they were. Fucking Taku walking the dog, not caring the world. He's <laughs> yeah, loving it. Michaela didn't want anything to do with it. She doesn't like dogs because some dog jumps on her when she was a kid, and the fucking puppy fell in the pool, Dave. <laughs> and it was just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you absolute dick. And he was like, I'm so sorry, but he loved the dog. Him and Chris yeah. got the old hair dryer out, did it all. And, and to be fair, we didn't see enough of the game. They just sort of showed snippets of it, and then the dogs mm. were gone, and we went straight to the the, that, the um, recoupling type situation. It was really bizarre, that. But I don't know about you, but I thought that was something that, that is more realistic, and it would actually – it's easier for them to sort of be, like, uh, more loving, I think, because it was a real, like, living uh, – you know, it was a pet, wasn't it? It was brilliant. Yeah, I, I don't know. For you – the, the red mist descends when the baby game comes up, doesn't oh, it? You fucking yes. hate it. And I'm not a massive fan, but what I do enjoy about it is, all right, it's a little bit of plastic, but it's the crying, Chris. It's the relentless yeah. fucking crying. And, you know, it's, it's a long time for you, but I, I can still remember quite well, you know, and had it three times around when all you want to do is sleep. And your pillow looks so inviting, like a big old marshmallow you just want to sink your head into. <laughs> and that you've got this striking little baby. It's like, oh, and it just, it's like getting an electric shock. It's like, oh, God, just, oh, what, what do you need? Do you want changing? Do you want feeding or anything? And you get these fucking absolute narcissists who don't care about anything else in life apart from themselves, who are just completely absorbed with their skincare routine and all this stuff. And just having them switch from being completely obsessed about themselves to a game where, you know, you've got this striking little bit of plastic, but also you, you're trying to take care of something else. Yeah, it's not realistic. But I mean, apart from Michaela, who doesn't love fucking playing with puppies? And I'm talking about the dog variety here. It just <laughs> everyone likes playing with puppies, Dave. <laughs> so, I just thought it was it was good to have a little bit of a variation on the gate on the theme, you know. The producers must be aware that people like us and and you know people who listen along and watch along with us. People do watch the different seasons from the different countries. Like when we started out, it was very much focused, you know, well, only, you know, the UK season is focused on the UK people and an audience and whatever, and US, US, and for Australia, it's for the Australians. Whereas I think they're aware now that people are watching all these different uh, countries. And 
I think that's why they're probably looking to to just shake it up a bit and change it. And so I, I did appreciate it was a bit of a variation, but I don't think it's as realistic because you know when you walk in puppies around, it's not this it's not the same as that sleep defra- deprivation, that mental torture of that baby crying. So for that reason, I, I don't think it was much of a challenge, but it still showed up some people, didn't it? It's just being like, you know, you are so not ready for kids. You know, you just, you, you're put out because you have to walk a puppy r- around and pick up a bit of shit. Um, and you just want to lay there on the, so- on the sofa, on the uh, deck chairs sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though, because Michaela was having none of it, but... And then, like you say, it, it flicked then to the end. And, and what I've got umbrage with, Dave, is that fucking Taku and Michaela go and Courtney didn't. Now, Taku and Michaela had a connection. Her and Noah mm. didn't have a connection. It was just Friend Island 101. It was the same nonsense. And the actual islanders had to vote them off. And it was the same stuff of let's vote for our friends, not voting for a relationship. Because at this point in the journey, whatever we think what's happened afterwards... Taku and Michaela look more like a couple than Courtney and Noah. And it just pissed me off because she had her usual pan of piss face because she was going into it thinking, oh, I'm going here, I'm going. And she stayed. And I just, it, it annoyed me so much that. And like you say, I've got a real thing with Courtney, but it just like, she's dead insincere. And I think that's what's pissing me off when I see her. It's like she she has an opinion on everything. And her and Noah were just two very awkward friends in the end. And they got to stay till the last pissing episode, pretty much. But did you not feel like she was playing up the love? She was saying the words, you know, that about how great their connection is between her and Noah. And, and so she's saying all the words, but you're not really seeing any of it. You're not buying it. Um, and I think that's, that's exactly what you were saying. You know, she doesn't come across as authentic. Whereas like for Taku and Michaela, they were kind of, they were being a bit slow and like Taku in particular seemed to be questioning it. It's like, you know, it's just, it's not maybe moving along as fast. I think for, for people who couple up, I mean, they basically coupled up right at the end of Casa Amor. So they've been together like what? fucking week or something (laughs) and he binned her off in the first place so you know there wasn't that massive connection straight off the bat but you do feel like they were genuinely trying to see if there was a proper connection there whereas Courtney's like oh me and Noah oh we're so great and you know it's so fake and just another one of her annoying traits so I, I agree it's just you know it's people voting for uh for friends on friend island um and yeah i personally i didn't think taco deserved taco and michaela deserved to go then either no no and then we get into episode the, the penultimate episode they're going on the dates so tina and mitch funny enough dave get the most money spent on them they get a helicopter <laughs> date and we always talk about this when all the budget's gone. Aaron and Jess get this waterfall date, which is rather nice. Zoe and Chris get a horse riding thing. Courtney and Noah get put by a beach, Dave, which is probably right near where they were staying. They had the cheapest date. I think it all played out. It was fucking sickly. If you really didn't want to watch that date, you could have fast-forwarded it to the end, if I'm being honest, guys. You didn't miss anything. You got the... Everyone was in love. I didn't buy most of what they were trying to sell to me. It was Love Island 101. And we always say you struggled that last week of Love Island because most mm. of the drama stops. Like I say, 22 is a highlight with the Eliza and 
an Aaron situation. Other than that, it just went and went. And like I say, Courtney should have gone for me. But but ultimately, at the end of this episode, Courtney and Noah do get voted off Dave. And she had a great face on it. I was pissing myself. I was like, <laughs> well, it is an episode two it, later than you should have gone, in my opinion. But you've gone now. Because you shouldn't have been in the final here and Noah. He wasn't in it for the right reasons either. And I just felt at the end of the dates, it played out exactly how we wanted it to play out. I think how you wanted the final three. Because Zoe and Chris are a bit of a, they're a bit of a non-couple as well. Like I say, they're a, they're in a relationship. I think that was their, let's be boyfriend and girlfriend and see if we can get more votes. Because we see it all the time, don't we? Mm. On Love Island. It's not just about that. It's a tactical play within the game. But I think they did it too late in the game for people to care. So we, we ended up yeah. with... T- Tina, Mitch, Aaron, Jess, and Zoe and Chris are the final three going into the last episode. I mean, any thoughts on that one, Dave? I just thought, you know, in particular, in in this last week, there was only one winner. There was only one couple that that you could genuinely sort of root for, I think, and that was Tina and Mitch. I've no idea what the kind of breakdown of the voting and, you know, percentages for the different couples. But for me, they, they were you know, far and away the best, <laughs> the best couple that you want to kind of root for. Um, what I found interesting was like Mitch saying, oh, you know, before coming in here, you know, I, I hadn't cried for ages. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> you remember um, Matt from season two? He was another one who was just constantly crying. Do you remember? No, which one was Matt? Do, uh, do you remember the, the one we fucking hated was you that Ewan spelt in the oh, sort of, the oh, Irish no, not guy. Ewan. Yeah, he's like yeah, yeah. Well, he's Owen, Australian money, he but called. he had Owen yeah. spelt in in the Irish spelling. The Irish one. And then yeah. and it was like his mate and and so when Owen went into the hideaway and then you know he was he was with the girl that he was with, I can't remember what her name is though, and she was in all the fucking suzzies and everything. And he's like, Oh, I wish Matt was here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Lay on top of him in the most compromising position, looking proper the blonde yeah. girl, wasn't it? Oh yeah. I and she was it. stunning. I can't remember what her name was. She was but gorgeous. It was one yeah, of my yeah. fucking favorite moments. That but take jumping massively around here, Chris. While Aaron, I'd completely forgotten about this. When Aaron had his little tantrum and spat his dummy and said he was going to leave, he asked to go in the hideaway and they let him stay in the hideaway. What the fuck is all that about? Surely, if you don't want to sleep in the bed that you're designated, you sleep on the day beds. You don't just decide because you've had a little tantrum that you can go and stay in the hideaway. Surely that's not fucking on. Well, I agree with you. The only, and I thought that at the time it was a bit strange how he dictated. The only thing I'd say, Dave, and I, I could be wrong here, but I'm wondering whether he had a bit of a, a mental health issue. And that's where all this came from. And I think that's why they give him that bit of leniency to sort of do it. I'm, I could be wrong here completely. I'm not calling you out on that because I thought exactly the same. But it was the only thing going through my head thinking has something else happened off camera for him to come to his decision? And he's just had a bit of a meltdown to say look I just I can't do this anymore and then they've had to sort of get to speak to a specialist because we don't see all that do we when we watch mm. this I'm not defending him it was sus because no one else has ever been able to do that they just go on the day beds don't they and they go outside yeah. with the mosquitoes and whatever and that's the whole point of it they do it in the UK or on the US if they're not in a relationship we had it with 
Faye, psycho Faye and Teddy. Teddy ended up on the day bed for a long time, didn't he? Because of her picking someone else. So, so mm. I don't know that. I honestly don't know. But it was the only thing I'm going through my head, thinking that's why he could dictate to them where he wanted to stay because he was his feet were both out the door, and then they've coaxed him off camera in like the diary room to stay. I don't know. You know, mental health is sometimes such a tough thing. But I have to call bullshit on that, right? <laughs> I'm not fucking having. You can tell when someone's like not in a good place. And he was just having a little fucking tantrum. Again, his 15-year-old emo self is having a little tantrum. Now, something you said there, which is maybe it was a little sweetener. Maybe it was yeah. like, maybe he was genuinely like, you know what, I, I just want to go. And they yeah. were saying, well, I'll tell you what, you know, sleep in a comfy bed, have a good sleep on it, and then let's see how you feel in the morning. Maybe it was that, which plays exactly into his fucking uh, teenage self. So I, I, I don't know. Some people, when we're watching this, you genuinely think, fucking hell, you know, they like Teddy, you've just mentioned about Faye. You know, I remember saying at the time, genuinely concerned about his mental health there. But I'm not not having it with uh, with Aaron and and like the fact that I, I tell you what did, did you notice as well when they I love the truth bike and the fucking games and stuff and it's like they they still haven't figured out you can actually still tell little white lies when you're on the truth yeah. bike you know but but they all seem to want to say say the truth and dig themselves a big hole but um, Aaron was still not getting it at the end about what. Um, Jess was pissed off about, you know, about the whole fucking uh, when a boo popped out and he gave her, shot her a dirty look. Yeah. And he was brushing it off like, oh, no, it's just a little fight. But we're over it now. And she's like, well, let's just avoid talking about it. You know, because that's always a healthy way to deal with these things, Chris. Um, <laughs> so, you know, and, and, and at that moment, I'm just thinking, you are definitely just sticking with Aaron to stay in this villa. She, he is your ticket to the final, and that is why you haven't actually forgiven him for that whole nonsense. Uh, but but you just say, "Well, he's my best um, best way of sticking around here." Yeah, and 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 for me, Jesse's reaction was the best because you're right. Look, we didn't see a build up with Aaron. Usually, you know, at Pinet, Dave, we both deal with this and I, I'm a mental health first aider. I've done all the courses and everything. And you can, I know we're watching an edited show, but usually they'll give you some breadcrumbs of some of the conversations so you can paint a picture and think there's something not right. Well, we've seen it on these reality shows when someone is struggling. I didn't see anything with him. And I'm, I'm swaying towards what you say, that it is a temper tantrum, didn't get his own way. He's just been a bit of a mad ass. But it, it's one of them things where we don't see everything that's going on. And like I say, it just seemed too cute that they basically give him the best room in the house and went, have a think about it and we'll see you tomorrow. Mm. I'm with you on it. I'm not saying I'm right. I just, I just, there was just something off about that whole situation. More than likely, he was just having a fucking temper tantrum and just, you know, that's it. But it's a strange one, Dave. It really is. And, and we're going into the last episode and there's no point in talking about that episode because it was absolutely shit, basically. But, we did get our winners, Dave, as you said. The only couple I was really rooting for going into the final. Yeah, and I must admit, I've got to hold my hands up here. 
I've come around on Mitch. I'm still not, I, I'm not a hundred percent. I'm not rock solid in, in my convictions that actually, you know, he does seem to be a genuine good guy. I still think with his footy background and everything, he's probably been out there. Um, but he kind of did say all the right things, you know, and he was, He's doing the old, you know, I've never had a girlfriend thing before, which, again, I just, I, I struggle to comprehend that. What What is his criteria for that? You know, you'll have had girlfriends, Chris, since you were early teens, I'm sure. But yes, is it like when you get to 18, that doesn't count? And then, you know, it's only when you're like living with someone or declare your love for someone, does that make? them your girlfriend or something like that so i'm not sure i'm completely buying that but he did win me round. uh i have to say i, I did think he you know he, if you look back at his time when when emily was putting on the full-on charm you know to try and lure him away you know he, he didn't do a lot wrong there so he did kind of he did wobble a little bit but at the end of the day i, th- I think him and tina seem to you know they seem to be quite well suited for each other. And I think Tina's definitely my favorite girl on the show. I think she just had some cracking one-liners. Um, even when she was bawling her eyes out, I remember that bit where she's like, you can't just let a joke, even if just because you can't let a joke pass you by just because you're upset. You know? <laughs> so I do appreciate her commitment to the comedy there as well. Yeah, I do. I think you're right. I think, look, the best couple won that was available on that night. And I don't see anyone else coming close to him. Aaron and Jess didn't deserve it. And Zoe and Chris were just like a non-couple. Now, Dave, we get the 50K. Tina gets it, but she she goes with the love. Still not happy that nobody walks away with the money and goes, <laughs> you know what? I've not liked you from the start. Somebody somewhere has got off the bottle to do that and have fooled everyone. Whoever does that will get the greatest award from me ever. I'm not sure what I'll call it, but that is still my absolute dream for Love Island. Someone just to have duped everyone, including me and you. That would just be the dream. But, Dave, are you ready for where are they now? I, I'm excited about this. Again, I kind of avoided uh, trying to find out which couples are together. Um, so I, I did see on our Facebook, like I say, about the, the whole, um, Courtney, Courtney's dad working for a channel nine. But apart from that, I'm going into this pretty much blind. Okay, Dave. So we're not going every single contestant, but we're going the last say 10 days of contestants because there's just too many. If that's okay with you, Dave. Yeah. I, I, t- I as I was saying that, I'm just thinking, actually, I have seen one spoiler cause I was, for i've stopped following them now but the fucking love island australia uh facebook site popped up a spoiler on one of the one of the couples so so should i tell you which one i do know yep. about yeah so i do know about chris and um zoe, zoe. yeah That's so they fine. they split up obviously Shocker. Sad, Dave. Sad. <laughs> and they were my first ones anyway, going off this article that I've nicked, Dave. So it's not like I've, I've done a lot of research, just a where are you now nicked article, <laughs> but there you go. Dave, Noah, and Courtney. Oh, fucking no chance. Absolutely no chance well, there together. Well, Dave, you are absolutely correct. They are not <laughs> together. <laughs> I love the comments. Let That's me have a look. Shocker. 
Um, Courtney said he lives on, I live on the Gold Coast and Noah lives Melbourne. We've been out of the villa for two and a bit weeks and we've been texting and FaceTiming. I think so highly of him. We have such a fragile new connection. And unfortunately for us, it's a bit of an awkward situation. We'll remain friends, Dave. Of course you will not. We'll never see each other ever again, but there you go. So anyway. Fucking two and a half weeks. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, surely, even if you fucking hated each other, you could keep it going for like three months, couldn't you? Yeah. You could, I, I mean, just pub- publicly. I don't mean like actually. Yeah. To get all well, the magazine deals and everything, you know, interviews and, and all that shit. Yeah. yeah. We always talk about that, don't we? Now, Taco and Michaela, Dave, you know, they seem really genuine as a couple. Uh, I'm going to, I'm not quite as rock solid with this couple because I, I do think there was, there was something potentially there, but I don't think it's ultimately going to be strong enough. So I'm going to say they're not together either. Correct, Dave. Correct. I think you're going to get every one of these right, Dave. So they are not together. (laughs) They announced that they were exclusive for a couple of interviews, Dave. You know, quite rightly, got a little bit of cash. But unfortunately, they are not together, Dave. So don't shed any tears. Now, one of the couples that I thought may be still together, Dave, are Ryan and Taylor. What do you think? Fuck off. No way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I mean, the weird thing was... Right. You know, when you can see in someone's facial expressions, it's like they're saying a lot more than they're actually saying with the words. Um, The way Ryan was behaving with Lexi, Taylor's face was sort of telling a story of, you're a dick. Yes. (laughs) Actually, uh, you know, all the words that you said, all the lies that you peddled, um, I kind of fell for them. But actually, I can see you up close now and you're a complete dick. But in that fucking reunion, it seemed to be, oh, yeah, we're, we're having a go of it. So I don't know. I, I'd have to say, all right, I'm surprised they stuck it to the reunion. But uh, sorry, not the reunion, the final. Um, but surely they, they can't have lasted much longer. Well, Dave, you have pretty much paraphrased Taylor's Q&A on Instagram stories. So she said. Oh, really? Someone asked, are you with Ryan? No, I'm definitely not with him. I wish him all the best, but yeah, he is just not my kind of guy. Not my morals. Australia was right, and he's definitely proved that, she added in her own Q&A. Then she said, I did actually like him, but I was apprehensive. I did give him the benefit of the doubt. We were going to do a road trip together, and I flew to Sydney, but I've learned the hard way. He's not for me. So, Dave, I Mm. think Ryan may have been dipping his bread in where he shouldn't have been. He's fucking, he's got his DMs open, hasn't he? And he's like, fucking get in. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the problem is, I mean, and, and this works both ways. You know, he's just so damn pretty, even despite the fact he's got this weird Botox pie face thing going on there. He is just a great looking bloke. And so I think we saw this. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's the same kind of fundamental root cause with Michelle picking Nate in The Bachelorette. It's just like, he's just a great looking bloke. So you kind of look past all those things, all those little red flags that are going off. It's like, nah, I'd be fine. That's just my own personal insecurity that's setting them off. Nope, you should listen to those. And you should have definitely, when it came to Ryan, listen to those kind of red flags. But um, yeah, it sounds like 
you know, she has given him the benefit of the doubt there and he's he's blown it again. So, you yeah. know, shocker. Shocker. <laughs> well, they, the next couple is Jaron, as they're called, or Jess and Aaron towards Dave. So what do you think about them? Uh, no, I, I think, like I say, that there was that moment where it was clear she hadn't got over, over the whole argument. Leading up to Aaron basically declaring that, you know, he's going to leave the villa, having his little temper tantrum and what have you. Um, you know, the way Jess was speaking to the other girls was almost like he was giving her the ick. But then she did a 180 again and it's like, oh, no, I better stay with him because, you know, I'm fucked otherwise. So no question for me. As soon as I get out of the villa, you know, again, they might try and publicly say that they're together for a bit. But nah, no chance for this too. Well, Dave, I think the boob gate thing came up or popped up or popped out, whichever way you popped want out. to fucking popped out. <laughs> you basically said in, in another Instagram Q&A, we still had issues seeing eye to eye on a situation in the villa. I wanted to move past it and at least thought we could grow from it, but there was no real growth there. So I just felt like it was best to part ways. And then he's put, obviously Jess, he said, obviously Jess and I broke up in the villa. We went through a rookie, rough, roughy a rocky stage and had things where we were going, had things we were going through. Then on the outside, the same sort of stuff kept coming up over and over. And that for me is not something I feel like should, should be coming up now. So that was it, Dave. They are over. Now it does also play into the fact that we say don't buy into these relationships because <laughs> they are going to go their own Instagram way at the end of this. And this is proving it. Now the last couple I've got on this list, Dave, are, the actual winners, Mitch and Tina. Now, I'm going to be a bit disappointed if these two have split up because, it, again, they'd had their rocky patch uh, and, you know, they, they'd got through. They genuinely seem to really get on with each other. I'll be disappointed if this pair have split up. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go stick. I'm going to say these two are still together. Well, Dave, not bad. One out of nine are still together. <laughs> I've mentioned these couples because <laughs> that is correct. They both, one lives Sydney, one lives Melbourne, and they're doing the long distance thing for the time being. Ooh. However, they're still together. There was a bit of a COVID outbreak in Melbourne, which sort of ruined them getting back together over the last couple of months. But but they have been a lot. I've seen them a lot of media stuff as well. So So they are becoming a bit of a... Australian couple day that people love. So at the moment, it's working. Don't be surprised if you see that. I wish him nothing but the best in three months once all the contracts and money's, you know. They, they need to up. sort out that distance situation, don't they? Doesn't Mel- work, Melbourne Dave. to Sydney, that, that's not going to work. No. Not Someone needs to move there. Yeah. And that, that goes back to the couple who won the American Love Island from the, where one was the East Coast, one was the West Coast, and it, mm, it just yeah, well, yeah. they said the distance, it just won't work, I agree. You've either got to be totally committed or not, and that's it. And and look, it's great watching Love Island when it's on. It's good talking about it, but at the end of it, when you get that, where are they now? I always feel <laughs> cheated. I always think, well, we were right to call these bastards out because it's all fake, but it's the reason we do it. And, and it's so much fun when you can spot the fakeness as well i mean sometimes it's it's harder to spot where what is not fake um so yeah it's still fun to go along the journey again i, I do th- feel like this 
season just kind of fizzled out. And apart from Mitch and Tina, the, there was just no couples I was really rooting for. But then I think back to the um, the last UK season, and I don't think I was rooting for anyone there either. <laughs> you know, um, in fact, who who even won that one? Um, the UK one. It wasn't Teddy and Faye, was it? No, it was uh, it was thingy, wasn't it? I mean, who cheated the, the Irish one, Liam and Millie. Oh, Liam and Millie, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. They they won it. I think they're still together. What a great if, message that sends out. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you can be naughty, but still win, Dave. Well, there you go. But yeah, no, they're still together. I think yeah, there's still a few yeah. couples together. I think, oh, what was he called? Toby and Thingy's still together. Because I see them on TikTok. Oh, Toby and Chloe. Chloe, they're still together. Faye and Teddy are, without a doubt. I think Teddy's moved down to where Faye lives. So, so to be mm. fair, at the moment, there's still there's a few couples still in love. And also from the last couple of seasons, there's still a few of them together. So that's pretty mm. good. So I know I'm quite a pessimist on this, but there has been a few stay together, even if it is just for the financial reward at the moment. Yeah. And... Yeah, I mean that that's quite a shocking statistic though, isn't it? One one out of nine couples <laughs> for the yeah. Australian uh season three. But um but no, it's been good, mate. I, I even though, like I say, this this last few episodes was a bit of a slog, do feel like it tailed off. Um it's always good. And and you know, once we've had a bit of a break and a new season comes up for Love Island, it's like, oh, Excited about it again now. <laughs> <laughs> and we will. <laughs> Absolutely. Brilliant, mate. Brilliant. So, guys, big thank you again. Another season in the bag. We will touch base on that Bachelorette episode. This sort of, it must be a bit of a where are they now thing or whatever it is, but we will do it. We'll, we'll get that out pretty quick. I said it on the Bachelorette episode. If you've not listened to that one, please, everyone, have a great 2022 big thanks for all the support me and dave have had this year it's been great fun all the laughs we've been called out numerous times it's mainly me who gets called out but you know <laughs> great discussions over on facebook the reality radar has been a hundred percent correct the fake reality radar has been correct <laughs> over the last few weeks which is unheard of but there you go um but no thank you mate it's been brilliant and also if you want to support us get over to facebook chris and dave's reality tv cast get over there and join and we'll approve you uh on re- on what? And it's on reality show, Dave. Well, that's not it. On social media <laughs> at CD Reality Cast. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. And if you do want to support us a little bit more, get over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. A massive thank you to every single person who supported us over there this year, past and present. We really, really appreciate it. So, Dave, from top to bottom today, our roll call of honor is Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Noreen, Amy. Zoe, Joanna, Helen, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Priscilla, Susan, Lauren, Lucky Luda Green, and Kent Gustafson. So thank you so much, guys. It's really, really humbling of you. And Dave, let's see what we can do over the next couple of weeks, my friend. You know, I was thinking about this after we had our conversation on the Bachelor episode, and I was thinking, it's a bit daft, really, isn't it? We've got Clayton's season, which looks like it's going to be a car crash. So for the Bachelor starting up on the 3rd of January and we need something to tie us over until maths Australia next season starts. Why don't we just do a few episodes of bachelor? Let's do it. I'm I'm raring to go. Yeah. I mean, it just seems to have to try and find another seat, you know, some other series that we can plug that gap. 
Yeah. And so let, yeah. let's just start that. We, uh, we won't necessarily finish it, but we'll see how it goes. And I guarantee you, Chris, 10 minutes into the episode, I'm going to be fucking cursing it, going, why the fuck did we do that? How did we end up here again? And I can only blame myself for that. Because <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do exactly the same day. So, yeah. uh, anyway, make sure you have a good uh, New Year's Eve, mate, and uh, everyone out there, and we will see you next time. See you next year.